Hello and welcome to People, Planet, and Profit, a sustainability podcast sponsored by the College of St. Benedict and St. John's University's Sustainability Office. Here we explore the various dimensions of sustainability and the role it plays in our world. Hi, my name is Michaela. I'm the Marketing Assistant at the Sustainability Office, and I'm here today with Pat Martin, the Assistant Director of SJU Campus Ministry. And today we're going to be talking about sustainability and religion. We'll be taking a look at different elements of caring for the environment as a way to be a steward to the earth. So thank you, Pat, for being here today and sharing your thoughts and knowledge about this topic. Thanks, Michaela. Yeah. All right. So my first question for you um, is how do you see environmental issues and religion interconnect? Okay. So maybe a little bit about myself and my background. I, I, studied theology at St. John's um, as an undergrad, and then I went to the graduate school. Um, One thing that really captivated my attention my senior year um, of college was Laudato Si had come out earlier that summer. And so I used that as a big part of my uh, capstone. And so I've been um, thinking about particularly the pillar of within Catholic social teaching that care for Uh, creation is a part and a call of actively working towards social justice from uh, the Catholic perspective and in the Catholic Church. It's it's a pillar that is along with um, caring for those who are on the margins, looking for the common good, solidarity amongst other pillars of Catholic social teaching. So um, there's a call out of faith um, from, from that perspective that informs uh, some of my understanding of like religious perspectives and caring for the environment and sustaining an environment. Okay, perfect. Yes. And how do you think Christians should be more active in caring for the earth? So in Laudato Si, I'm just going to like use a lot of Pope Francis's thought because I think he's probably a lot wiser and smarter than me. So uh, what he does in that text is he starts with addressing the issue of what is happening to our common home. So he, t- he talks about things in terms of pollution and climate change, um, issues of water and the loss of biodiversity. So very much a scientific and environmental perspective at the beginning. And he, he fuses it and addresses it with um, a gospel of creation, which, you know, is really a founding uh, much of his, the way in which he wants humans and persons to address uh, the environment is, is a call out of faith and out of, the, out of the teachings of the church. And then he proposes some uh, ways of going about it, which again, I think are pretty, pretty scientific in, in certain ways. And uh, he, I mean, the man is a chemist. He studied chemistry and has a, an advanced degree in that. So I think that I trust a lot of his uh, knowledge and, and perspective in that. And um, certainly it, it's a starting point and it, it begins a conversation, I think, for uh, Christians. And maybe that's where I, I can see uh, for myself interactions with students is like, how am I conversing about it? I don't have the knowledge of science personally, but um, I do think it's important that I grow in that knowledge and that, uh, that my concern is geared towards the earth and that I understand myself as being a uh, one organism in a wider environment. So maybe that's how I would respond to 
there's a call for Christians to be more active and maybe a starting point for some is to just converse about it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a great point. I think discussion and conversation about it is just a really important aspect of it. Just so we all kind of are on the same page and we you know, get to talk about these things in a, in a great environment like that. So is there any, like, I guess, evidence or support for environmental issues or caring for the earth in the Bible or the religious text or in some kind of like foundational part of Christianity? If you, if I'm thinking of uh, Christian scripture, the opening of Genesis in chapter one is a, is a great starting point that um, founds much of everything that follows from the much of the faith follows from that, right? So uh, in the beginning of Genesis, God creates the world and everything in it and uh, sees that all of those things are made as intrinsically good. Um, so uh, so certainly the, the starting point is that nature is something that is, uh, that we are made into, that humans are created into. It's naturally good. We are, we are born good, but have, uh, have corruptions right in human nature that we, we don't always act perfectly or we, and we, or we even act destructively. Other, again, another uh, person who I think is a lot smarter than me on this topic, Elizabeth Johnson talks about Ask the Beast, which is from Job. And Job is, uh, you know, one who has experienced real pitfalls of the human experience is anything bad that and ill that could happen to a person happens to Job. And uh, the piece on Ask the Beasts uh, that she draws on is, is that Ask the Beasts and they will teach you, the birds of the air and they will tell you, ask plants of the earth and they will teach you, and ask the fish of the sea will declare to you, who among these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of everything and the breath of every human being. So uh, I think, you know, she obviously builds out more of what the, a claim about God, a theological claim about God through nature that human beings can understand more of God by understanding more of nature as well. So those are maybe two places of spots in scripture where, where there's a, you know, an express concern for creation or a learning from a relationship with creation. And also I think like the remembering too, that uh, humans are, are created beings as well. That's what, at least in the the Christian faith, of course, so, as well as the Jewish faith. Perfect. Yeah, that was a great answer. Let's see, another question. So how are, how is caring for the earth seen as a common good through this religious lens? Well, I think the common good is, I think you've named it well, at least in some of our correspondence prior to this, it's, it's a combination of social justice, uh, so social issues, economic, the environment, of course. Um, and, it, you know, again, going back to Laudato Si, Pope Francis references the common good with those things in mind. He's, he's lifting up that, that aspect of uh, if indeed it is common, then it's his words and the actions that can be taken towards that common good are relevant for any, you know, any person of goodwill. And that person is, you know, sincere and ethical and, and he adds on for those who, uh, 
religious perspective, like there's a certain call too for that. Um, so working towards the common good, I think does entail, you know, concern for how best to create cities or energy and making those more green and sustainable for the earth. I think that those are pieces that are geared towards the common good that certainly someone who has an environmental perspective and not necessarily a religious one, I think gets on board with. I don't know if that helps. Yeah, that's a great that connection. Yeah, yeah, a great connection. Even if, you know, someone isn't religious, I think there's some commonality between, you know, this kind of care for creation and advocacy for the environment. Um, do you know, are there any misconceptions about Christianity and environmental issues that other people might have? I'm not sure about misconceptions. I think uh, I have, heard, at least particularly initially with uh, Laudato Si coming out, I think I remember surprise from, from some who were, had asked me, oh, like, or in conversation with others who may or may not have been religious, like just the surprise that Pope Francis is first encyclical. That's an interesting point. I'll just ask another question here. I guess, why was there surprise when Pope Francis came out with this document? I think that it's, uh, there was surprise when I, when I was talking to some classmates at that time was um, the church had not had an express statement at least to, from the Pope on the environment specifically in the past. So the fact that that was his second encyclical, a document which has you know, great teaching authority for, um, for the Pope and for the church and those who are listening to, uh, listening to the Pope on these matters that um, that was, you know, it's, it's a specific issue that uh, other documents from other encyclicals on social teaching have been you know, taking on issues of uh, how to how to uh, maybe inform other parts of social life, I guess, and other parts of human growth and and solidarity and the like. So it, it was one that I think even took uh, like myself as a Catholic by surprise. And I maybe I don't have a good answer as to why I was surprised. Just that it was a pleasant surprise that. Uh, that we're talking about the environment seriously and that it's a call of faith to be concerned for the environment. And that's a good yeah, thing. No, yeah, that's great. Last question here for you. This is more of a personal question, but what does sustainability mean for you? I was uh, thinking about this last night when I was prepping and uh, I, I do think like I, I've been thinking a lot about Aldo Leopold recently and uh, the idea that humans are a part of a, a planet organism that it's, we are one species and of many in a very diverse world of, you know, millions of species that are inhabited. So I think what sustainability means for me is like acknowledging that I am a part of a, a wider environmental community and that I am also of a particular species that can be particularly destructive of the environment. And so sustainability is to be responsible for minimizing my impact on that and helping to uh, create a, a more diverse community environmentally. Um, and yeah, so like, I think that my actions that are geared towards that are to try and drive less or 
yeah, minimize my footprint in whatever ways I can. So that's some of what sustainability means to me, I think. Yeah, that's a great answer. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, Pat, for being here today with us on our podcast and sharing your thoughts about this important topic. Um, I appreciate your contribution to this conversation about religion and environmental issues and sustainability. Yeah, thanks, Michaela. And thanks to the Sustainability Office for trying to get us to be more sustainable. Appreciate it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at CSPSJU Sustainability to learn more and keep up to date about what we are working on. Any questions or comments, please email us or visit us in our office in Clements Library, A102. Thanks for listening and have a great day.